Ladies and gentlemen. Shit, should we talk about it? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We can talk about it. We have a guest. Yeah. Where? The first one ever. Well, we, I like. No, yeah. Uh, fucking asterisk. Asterisk. Yeah. Who yeah. was your first asterisk. guest? Uh, the owner of uh, Lolita's. <laughs> George <laughs> Farfan. One of the owners, of the, owners of, the of, the M- of the Lolita's empire. It was a little on a good one, so we decided not to put it out. We were all pretty We were all pretty blitz on that episode. We were all high, right? We are all high, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a little more than the rest of us. Yeah. Then we put on Matt twice. Twice we put Matt. It just hasn't worked out with Matt twice. Why? Yeah. What does he talk about? Um, it's a big Trump supporter. We got we got pretty white no, girls. <laughs> we got I was like, we got to talk about that. We got that, white girl wasted on one time with him. I'm yeah. offended by that. Why? Statement. Nice. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna get wasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a voice here, and it's not glasses. It's Thank not. God. I almost wore my glasses just to, be cool. to like I have a stand tin in of to- glasses that I'll give you before you leave. <laughs> so glasses is officially pinned to you. No, thank you. Pass. Yuck. Hey, we have Karen Barnett here. Yeah. Hi. Who? It doesn't matter. This is what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody. She is always me. at the center of controversy. <laughs> always. Wow. Since I've known her. Wow. No, actually. How many also, controversies have I been in? I have no idea. I'm just trying to make it cool. I believe that is called a cliffhanger. Man. Well, okay. I mean, that would be foreshadowing more than cliffhanger. Foreshadowing, but, but yeah. I, Maybe by the time you actually like. Post this. There might <laughs> oh, be this more. Oh, this is going up tomorrow. There might be more. This is going up tomorrow. Wow, you guys are efficient. You're so professional mm, in here. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, when sometimes. glasses in here, we're super efficient. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. So Karen Barnett, if not in charge of, a humongous part of establishing some of the best watering holes I do my in best. my fair city. And I've done my best. Name them off. And do I a did little a dick swing. Ones. Do a little, a little humble brag. What have you been a part of? Open open small bar in two thousand nine. Nice. Uh, helped manage Hamilton's Tavern. Been op- there. Opened uh, Monkey Paw Brewery. Enjoyed um, that. Left there a few years ago. Um, haven't been well. They sold obviously, but haven't been a part of it a long time. Uh, owned a place called uh, Bar Eleven. Nice a little music venue. Yes. I think that's it. Had a that food, one had a food a... truck one time. Did you really? Yeah, we used to park it out front of uh, Bar Eleven. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, and then I helped uh, write the business plan and. Uh, design um, South Park Brewing, which I only came in as a consultant on after he opened, but I wasn't. Karen I didn't Barnett, ever ladies and gentlemen, if that that was a dick swing. If I ever heard that, that. was a hell that of a dick, a swing. dick yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, we don't do anything. <laughs> okay, how many businesses Doesn't do you matter. own? This isn't about me. This is about Jesus, you. Jesus, <laughs> you're like building your own little empire. <laughs> Welcome to the South Bay. The pride of Chula Vista. Say it again. The pride <laughs> of Chula Vista. <laughs> in the pink shirt. Salmon. Um. Not salmon. Thank you for cruising down to Chula Vista, You're dude. You're welcome. You're, it's very few and f- infrequent when you come down here, but when you come down here, you're usually on a fucking good one. Every time I see you, it's like, oh, hey, it's well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And yeah. we appreciate that. Absolutely. Your opinion for, means a lot to for, us. For, for, <laughs> you're stupid, but First okay. in a kind of like interview series that we're going to be doing, I guess. I think so. Yes. She is a sherry popper of the interview series. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That La hasn't Karen. happened in a long time. No, we wanted to bring you on. <laughs> Why? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Why did I want to bring you on? I don't know. I know why. Because you were- We you, need the you white had perspective, eight, bro. You the, had eight Jameson and the gingers at the perspective. Bar. The white perspective. I, I said we should title this White's Wrong with America, and I just, ah, I right. tell you all the things that white people have fucked up. Okay, cool. We can go down, we can go down that list. But first- Yes. You brought us a burrito. Part of the burrito challenge. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fucking been listening to the show. Mm-hmm. But only the recent shows. Uh, and this is evident by what you brought us today. 
Well, I asked though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You brought us what I assumed to be Kelly burritos. I did. To be part of the Kelly burrito challenge. I thought so, that's what I was supposed to do. That's pretty good, but that's, don't tell us where. Do not from, tell us yeah. where. Are this you going to guess? Don't you? No, We're not no, no, going to no, no, guess, no. but we, we don't, don't want to have any pre I want to let you know that um, from the taco shop window all the way to the brewery, it sat on a seat warmer in the front seat. Oh, so it was kept warm. Yes. You know how to handle shit. I do. North or south of the eight, this burrito? South. Thank you. Okay. North of the eight. I don't know. I mean, I grew up in Escondido, but. Escondilos? Yeah. Look at that. Look at oh, that. Okay, already looking good. Look at that manly tear. Already looking good. See, you can't do that if you want to do it in three. No. No, it's weird. And then Glasses has a very. Uh, Glasses has a thing about the. I think he calls it the gay part. And he I was like, bro, watch your mouth when you call it See, that. See, I gave him shit for Did that. Did you really? Yes, I literally gave <laughs> I him like, shit for that. It's like, why do you have to call it the gay part? He's like, that's what it is. Nobody wants that. I said, ah. And I said that that is like homophobic and rude and you can't say that. Plus the butt is the gay part. Right. If you if really it, want to talk about it. part of the burrito. And even it, then, even if you're not gay, you probably still eat the butt. So it's just wrong. Well, uh, Steve doesn't. Oh no. That lack of response on me was me digesting this I believe fucking the, Cali burrito. I believe the pink shirt tells me that he does <laughs> eat the butt. But eater. This is good. The meat is flavorful. I, like I just had the best carne asada in this country. In this country. Where is it from? Uh Revolution in Chula. Oh, that, no, Bonita Road. Yeah. 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 I, just, I just went there last week. Yeah, they make their own burritos or make their own tortillas. Well, I realized that the trick was they're actually cooking over Go ahead. like wood. Or something, or or is it coals or wood? I'm not sure. But they have this giant hood. Mm -hmm. I kind of dork out on food shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can tell. But it's smoky, Mm -hmm. and it's the way it fucking should be. And you can't really get that here because a lot of taco shops won't pay for what you need for that setup. That hood is expensive. Yeah, but they're doing it right, and you taste it. You taste the difference. Taste the difference. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Mm -hmm. This is a good burrito. What do we? What do we score out of five? five? I'm going to give it a four. It's a four. This is a solid four. It's I got, have to say. Did you I'm modify not, this in any way? I added guac. Nah, fuck. I think you have to. Well, yes. But some places add it without us asking. You don't have to throw it back on the table. That was an like angry burrito toss. <laughs> okay. Big well, fat baby in a pink shirt. How much did it cost? Uh, That's a great question. I think it was around five or six. Ooh. Dude, the the... I think I would pay six dollars. The value to the burrito, yes. the money to burrito ratio is way $6. high right now. It was probably closer to seven with adding guac, but I think that's worth it. Because we had a nine dollar burrito the other day that and was, it was just kind of okay. It, it was lackluster compared to this bad boy right here. I think it's one of the best ones. Hmm. I would agree. But this I don't like. I'll tell you this. I don't like French fries and burritos. I want Whoa, real potatoes. This is a California burrito. I don't care. I think French fries is a fucking cheap ad. I want real potatoes. Home fries instead of instead of potatoes or fries. Yeah. Interesting. I wanted. Where's this place from? Uh, Roberto's El Cajon Boulevard, North Park. Damn North. Right Park. across from the water tower. Tastes like gentrification. If <laughs> I ever had a. It does not. It's been there for so <laughs> long. Uh, it tastes a little um like a takeover. Mm, mm. Delicious. It is not a takeover. <laughs> it's a red and yellow. It's fucking delicious. You can fucking eat a bowl mm, of dicks. Mm, mm. So you have been in this industry now. For many, Almost many, 10 many. years. Holy shit, a yeah. decade? Yeah, I quit my job to What did you do this. before this? I worked in construction management. Are you a San Diego native? I grew up in Escondido. That doesn't count. Which is the El Cajon of the North. <laughs> I call that El Cajon of the North. 
I felt really bad because she opened the door and I said, eat a bowl of dicks. So, uh -oh. hi, mom. <laughs> My mom raised me. I've said worse. <laughs> yeah, she's still doing your bills, so that's cool. Yeah. It's K1 time. People are getting their taxes done. I get it. This is a good burrito. It's a good burrito. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish my half. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to eat it all. You should just eat the whole thing. I might. I might. But I also don't like to eat while we're recording because it's can finish it really later. gross. Yeah. Karen, awesome. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. You good know burrito. what? Now I'm more happy that you've come in to visit us. Well, you're, I like Fuck to Mary Kill. Beverly Hills 90210. Brandon fuck, Walsh. Fuck all of them? Dylan oh, McKay. oh, I was going to say. I thought you were going to do like a show, like three shows. Brandon Walsh, Dylan McKay. Steve Sanders. You Why can't throw, there be women? You gotta throw a woman in there, dude. What We're are you gonna doing? do that one too. No, no, no. In this no, mix. but I can fuck whoever I want. It could be a woman Lord too. Lord have mercy. <laughs> the, the the fucking roster, the the season one through four roster of nine hundred two and zero. I'm definitely gonna kill um, Steve Sanders. Everybody kills Steve Sanders. He annoys <laughs> the call. shit out of me. Good call. He just annoys me. I know why. Because he's a white guy. His name should have been Steve Privilege Sanders. He just, I mean, he, let's say this, he played his role very well. Oh, yeah, I don't think he had to go far, reach too far to play that I role. I don't know, I don't know him. His name is Ian I mean, Zeering. I mean, Sharknado. I think he exactly. pronounces Ian, actually, by the way. Which oh, is it is Ian. It's not even Ian, it's Ian. Like you call yourself a 90210 aficionado and yeah. you don't even know that it's Ian? Steve Sanders. Give a shit what his name is in real life. <laughs> Dylan McKay never dies. Luke Perry on the well, other hand. Well, he might. He might be fucking no money, dying. You know? <laughs> Dylan McKay never dies. Dylan McKay's dead. Yeah, but Luke Perry is dead. D-E-D -E dead. Dylan McKay is forever. He dead AF. Brandon no. Walsh is forever. Jason Priestley. Tal vez no. Uh, he almost died a couple times. Didn't he have like a car wreck and like then his like movie career a died bad... a couple times. He Yikes. Badass movies. Horrible movies. Horrible movies. He hasn't made any good movies. Let's, let's well, be Well, how fair. about this? He fucking got scorned and he never made a movie again. Because yeah. those were some bad fucking movies. The I one with the pin moved, girl? What was that all about? I think he moved to like Lifetime and shit. Like ah, the, the Housewives. <laughs> what do we call that channel? The fucking Oxygen or something? The, the, the pill popping channel. Because it's a lot of stay at home moms. Yes, it is. Pill poppers and watch the that channel. Pill popping channel. <laughs> channel. That's hilarious. Yes, and the nanny oh, who like man. steals the husband. So Karen Barnett. Mm -hmm. oh, you're here in the South you Bay. You keep doing that. You like that. <laughs> I never thing. got to finish my fuck, Mary kill, by the way. Did you know that? I know. Oh, we, we didn't, we didn't yeah. get that. Oh, good question. Kill. He doesn't yeah. finish. Kill, kill was Steve Sanders. Steve Sanders. Yeah. yeah, good call. Fuck is definitely, well, I don't know. Yeah, fuck is definitely Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay. Yeah. All right. More but Mary? It's got to be Brandon Walsh. No, I don't like him. He drives me crazy. Oh, man. It's got to be Brandon Walsh. Um, You're going to marry Brenda. I think Mary is a... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Go ahead, ask me. Guy, the guy who owns the Peach Pit. Fucking oh, marry him. I'm marrying Max. Uh, is it Max? Like, yeah. Max died. Oh, no. Uh, is it, it's not Max. His name is... Ah. Uh, what is his name? Isn't that from Isn't that from uh, the other show, The Max? Yeah, The Max. Yeah, that's from uh, Saved by, Save by the Bell. Is it Hank? No, it's... a. Uh, it's on the tip of my I wish we tongue. had a device that we could check that information. I mean, it's really in front quick. of you. I do have a smart box. <laughs> uh, That's a solid one, the Peach Pit. Yeah. But then. Because he had a good heart. He ran a good business. He's a but good then person. I feel like there was a crossover. I feel like he'd be a good Kelly partner. Because fucking came over to 90210 from Saved by the Bell. And then she started fucking everybody. And then she brought in David Silver to run it. And I feel didn't it go well, in David look, Silver was already in it from the beginning. He look, was like a Kelly nerd. Kapowski no, he ruined your... the Peach Pit after dark. When Kelly comes he into did. your situation, everyone coke. is effed. Like, yeah. you know, Kelly you're not Kapowski. as pretty as Kelly Kapowski or you're, yeah, sorry. Kelly Kapowski, Topanga, Winnie Cooper. There it is. So fuck, Mary, kill those three. I'd kill them all. He was Nat. Why Nat. That's his name. He's you, passed away You as would well. kill them all? They're all idle. Like, I look up to them. 
I have a little candle box in that home and I just look at it. It's like, oh, there's Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper's a twin and her twin was Becky Slater. The Wonder Years. Y'all didn't know about that. I didn't know that. Karen Barnett. <laughs> well, at least you got to finish your fucking <laughs> fuck Mary Kill thing. So I'm going to keep you on <laughs> Before tap. he did it again. So you do food and you've done beer. I've done lots of things. You know what I mean? Like, it, I feel like you're a big wig in both of those industries. But lately, I feel like you've kind of removed yourself I from I kind of like to and- be a Jane of all trains and a master of none. What do you enjoy most? Like, I guess out of your previous, like, oh, fuck, Hamilton's built it out. Food, beer, awesome, small bar, ditto. What did you enjoy most of those experiences? Like, what business? Yeah, Which what business? portion of it? You know, I really liked Monkey Paw. That was the one. Yeah, well, I think it's because... I was so when I opened Small Bar, I still had my day job, uh-huh. and we had we had hired a chef, and I just kind of oversaw uh-huh. stuff. And I feel like Monkey Paw, I was in the kitchen every day, that open was your baby, like open to close, um, hmm. for weeks, like making sure staff was trained. Um, I put in more time there at the opening, uh-huh. and th- I think that was more fun for me. But Small Bar was, was more fun overall because. The menu, we could do anything. We did most things from scratch, bigger kitchen. Um, brunch menu, though. Oof. It's changed. It's, it's, it's actually really good, again, but it's changed. Back to Monkey Paw, was, that was like, I always saw like a microcosm of what the San Diego beer industry was. Like, it was fun. Like, when that came out, it was like, oh, oh shit. Well, you just said, the, a, you just said beer industry. I know. Like, we're not a fucking beer podcast because those are boring. I know. But this was fun because that's where I went. You know, like, oh. I loved Monkey Paw. That was like my first really like. Favorite brewery. It was a small menu. You know? I think we did the food well. Um, the beer, um, Cosmo did a great job on the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. It was fun to collaborate with him. Um, and I think he did a great job. Like if I could, if I had a million dollars, I would want to replicate something like that. You can probably go you buy know? Monkey Pop if you want to. If it's I probably had for a sale. million dollars. I think it's for sale. For and the much? building's open. Hmm. I think the building is for sale, actually. Hmm. Come on, Steve McDuck. You yeah. can afford it. I okay, I'll, no be, I'll be right back. Let me go recycle some cans. <laughs> but then, <laughs> to get you over the edge. Because then it was a microcosm. It was fun. And then I was like, it was like oversaturated because I remember going in there hanging out and having beers and it was cool. And then I started going in there having beers and just all of a sudden it just became overwhelming. It was always busy. And I was like, not always, but you probably just time, went in yeah, there. I would like go the worst Friday time. nights or Padre games go the or something. Padre games. The yeah. worst time. And then it sold out. So, so I, I love <laughs> so I love that. So I used to go to the Jewel Box, uh, which yep. was before Monkey Paw. Um, the and box. the cool thing about the jewel box, and I probably went there through like three owners or something, but the cool thing about the jewel box was you went in there, you parked there, and then you could walk to the game, come back, and your ticket got you like a free burger, a free hot dog or something. That's what you guys did too. I Yeah, I did a free burger. With the with your ticket Beat stuff. LA beer. That was a good beer. No, but just with anything. But it was. I think was Beat LA, Beat LA came after me, I think. Was it, oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a great beer. You missed yeah. out on it. No, I bought it for a small bar. What are you? Yeah. I think I did. I can't remember. So then what happened at Small Bar? Now you're at Small Bar. <laughs> now I'm at Small Bar. Um, the industry changed a lot. So uh, that whole uptown area w- is super saturated. So Gentrification or nah? No, just more people moving well, in there and then more businesses opening. I don't know if I would call it gentrification. Well, okay, look, I think that happened long have, before I was there. We have such a poorly defined we do. idea of I what gentrification, gentrification at everything. Because you could say like, oh, there's a new bar opened up. Gentrification. In gentrification. Like I... Yeah. What what do you consider? Gentrification is when you the white perspective you, brought to you by Karen Barnett. What, <laughs> what do I you believe, call? I believe gentrification is when people with a lot of money come into a neighborhood that's very poor, 
and they start ripping things out and make it unaffordable for the people who've been living there. That's okay. that's what I believe that's it is. That's a pretty succinct. Retail? Everything. Or residential? Grocery, bars mm-hmm. and restaurants. When you start changing everything and the people that are cur- rent, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. things get unaffordable in the neighborhood that they've lived in. Were you guys ever accused of that in any of your businesses of like participating in Possibly monkey paw. Um, yeah. But- you know, I really think that that neighborhood needed something, a yeah. lot of homeless. And Still does. Yeah. And and our whole thing about picking that spot was that we wanted to grow with that neighborhood. We we knew that it would take 10 years down the road for people to start coming to that area. And we wanted to be there for a long time before that happened. And now look at what's happening there. Yeah. So you that's, that so when we opened that in right 2000. There, right? That's Punchable Social? Is I think it's right? like right around the corner. Isn't oh. it? Yeah. yeah. So we opened that in 10 Barrel. Oh, the and rad. there's lots of stuff happening down there. But <laughs> I want to say we opened that in 2011 or 2012. 12. 12? According to the monkey sign, it's a 12 then. Okay. Yeah. There, we opened a lot of shit in a short period of time. So yeah. Okay. 2012. So now where are we? 2019, and there's more businesses opening down there, and they're doing well. Yeah. So I mean, the I think quarter does what it needs to do. It promotes its little area. I mean, yeah. So I think you know we were on the money with the location and what we want to do there. Um, but obviously, I stepped away, and it all went to shit. Whoops. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but not really. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no. Which brings us to the dramas. <clears throat> so you haven't really been accused too much of gentrification. I don't think so. No. I mean, maybe monkey paw, but I would say that would be the only possibility. I think that would be so short-sighted to think that monkey But bro, paw like, we were split. fucking accused of gentrification down here. I don't think that's true. You know, and then as soon as, like, they realize, oh, okay, he's What was here, here before you guys were here? Uh, like, legit 30 other failed businesses. Like A couple what? of good ones. Uh, a trophy spot. Uh, high school uniform jersey embroidery spot. That's not gentrification. Yeah. I know. No, I, I don't think it is, because, I mean... I'm from here. Yeah. We're reinvesting. Yeah. Um, on a much smaller scale. We you didn't tear price. down a corner market to build no, a superstore. Just, you know what I mean? I think right. that's. We tore down a historical building and put in a brewery. <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't, uh, to be fair, you didn't tear it down. I mean, it, it was it was kind of dilapidated. Yeah. So, I mean, you restored it. and Yeah, but you could say that about a, a, lot of a building. In, that's so, that's why I'm like. I honestly don't know what gentrification is. I know I this isn't. I think it's when you replace something that that people of low income mm-hmm. frequent, and you replace it with something they can't afford. Mm. I think that that whether that's rent, you know, housing or a, five dollar beers when the Padres play Playboy. There you go. Come on, get mosquitoes. Or when anybody like if somebody sneezes at a Manchester game, that's a five dollar pint. Give that dude a five dollar. But pint. back in the day, beers were all five bucks. Isn't that weird? So. But the problem is, you know, I get, I see a lot of people complain about like our prices. Like just the other day, someone said I've officially been priced out of small bar, and I'm like, you know, I have to raise my prices based on what the kegs cost. Yeah. So you can't just pin it on me. Nope. I got no. rent. I have bills. I have insurance. I have economics, bro. The trickle down these, effect. These idiots know that the price of six packs have gone up exponentially over the last decade. Who so are these like, idiots, George? People that complain about beer prices. I, mean, I think yeah, they just don't realize the business behind it. It is a business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the mentality is, that, oh, well, you own a bar, the, the beer must be cheap or uh, free. Well, like, it, you know, it's one of those it's things. Like, not. I almost went out of business because of that. Yeah. Which Thought. brings us to the next one. I'm going to need another beer. You will have another can beer. I, can I text the short man? Yeah, have him bring you another beer. I'm going to text. <laughs> Ivan. So small bar was yours, full controllable, doing your thing, handling shit, all on your own. And then you recently reached out, received some help, and you got a lot of shit for it. 
Pero yeah. por qué? Yeah. Pero por I got qué? a lot of shit Pero for why? it. Pero um, why? I think that people didn't understand the position I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants to show their cards. No, mm-hmm. When a business is struggling, I think that when people know a business is struggling, the average consumer will go, oh, that's too bad. And they don't frequent it more. They Did don't, you notice they an influx care. of customers come in when, like, I guess... Things came out like, oh, maybe small bar isn't doing as well. Because I noticed a couple of places that I... Not necessarily. Oh, okay. um, we had some issues over the years, like uh, in both 2014 and 2015, our patio got shut down. Mm-hmm, I remember. And that almost killed us. Jeez. Like um, people... I, I had people up until, I mean, as soon as like a few weeks ago. Hey, you got your patio back open? And I'm <laughs> like, dude, that's it's been open for two fucking years. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Almost three years. That's crazy that you're still asking me that. So I think people just... The people who complain the most are usually the people that rarely visit your establishment, is what I've noticed. Uh, and I, not necessarily just for you. I'm like just speaking in generalities. To be honest with you, I actually, when I knew shit was saying the fan, I stayed away from social media yeah. because I'm pretty mouthy and opinionated oh. and I want to stand up for myself. And You would have gotten in some trouble. Well, it's or? just not necessary. Those it's, are battles you don't need to fight. It's, it's not necessary. They yeah. obviously don't get it because the way they're talking I is ended up, why? I ended why up being a little get... mouthy and opinionated on your, on your behalf. For you. Yeah, on your behalf. I, 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 dude, I, I, I spent like, I think like two days. You spent too much time on that. I spent too much time. You spent too much time on it. I appreciate that. You were like I didn't glasses. read any of it, but thank you. You were like glasses, spending too much time on the internet, on I social media. I the guy off so much, he fucking changed the name of his account. Yeah. And Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, dude, it was it was a good one. That's amazing. Yeah. It was, because the thing is, is I, I don't own a bar, but... I know enough about running a business that it, like, I work in dental. That's my day job. And our overhead is absurd. Yeah. Like, everything, like, if you, if, if, if we had this glass here and it was a dental glass, it'd be a hundred times the cost. So I understand the, 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 the hardships of running a business. And people look at small bar and they're, oh, it's crowded all the time. They're killing it. So it must be, it must be fucking successful and they must be just killing it and they they can't be paying for a building that's falling down and there's no way that they have to cover those costs. Like, yeah. that's the thing that pisses me off. Yeah, it's I pretty frustrating. Yeah, they didn't see me when it was raining and I'm on the roof fucking patching holes. They didn't know, you know, that we had to have someone come in early to patch holes in the floor because people were literally going to fall through the floor. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of things and not just that was something that wasn't negotiated into our lease mm. that, you know, the landlord's supposed to pay for that. There were a lot of things like that yeah. that from the get go were just poorly negotiated. But these I don't, are things we all learn as we go through this. Totally. You know, absolutely. Like, I mean, I like don't, now you, Karen, today, fuck, you would laugh at Karen back then for signing that lease without looking into it. You'd be like, oh, what are you doing, Karen? Well, don't do to this. be fair, mm? the lease wasn't in my name. Mm. It was that was an ex-husband thing. And um, I but that and that was his second business. Um, so I think that he made a lot of mistakes. I know people are freaking out upstairs because someone just scored a goal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think that he made some mistakes and um, I don't, you know, I'm not angry with him for that. (laughs) Maybe some other things, but not that. Um, (laughs) But I mean, it's a learning curve, you know, and it's, it was a, it was a bad negotiated lease, you know, but we can move on and we can learn from it and try to fix it in the future and whatever. You know? And have you where I, you are now, you've learned. To well, the, I can't fix the lease. Well, not but, that, um, but moving forward on other, but uh, moving forward yep. on other Ventures. projects mm-hmm. that I'm working on, mm-hmm. which I won't really discuss right now. Yeah, you will. Um, we'll maybe. get some liquor in here. I, so I you guys, bring me a beer. Where you guys it? closed down for three weeks for the, uh, two and a half weeks, two and a half yeah. weeks for the, for the revamp remodel. Yeah. Um, now when I see that now moving forward, a revamp remodel, should I automatically assume, uh Oh, 
these motherfuckers are closing or they're getting money or somebody's going to help them. Is that code for that? Is that like industry code? Like, oh, we're going to close the remodel for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden it's reopened. It's new ownership and it's a whole different place. Well, that wasn't really my intention. Mm -hmm. My intention was to, I, I knew we needed a facelift. I mean, whether I had chosen to bring in, you know, like this partnership group that I did, whether I had done that or had a private investor, um, I would have um, done a facelift very similar to what I did. So I don't, I don't really like it when I read people saying like, you know, someone just the other day sent me a text message on Facebook and was like, yeah, I went to new, the new small bar. You should have just sold it. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, just like that. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't <laughs> know that things in oh, there. Gee, oh, gee, thanks. You don't know that there's things in there that I've always wanted to change. Yeah. You know, I've always been trying to elevate the food for years. I mean, anybody who's been going there and knows me knows all the beer dinners I've done, knows mm-hmm. the specials I've been doing. I've been trying to oh, elevate. You guys, have, you guys have Santa for, 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 oh, for one uh, of my favorite events for Christmas. It's yeah. crazy. But I, but that has nothing to do with food. No, what but I'm I've saying been is you're, to... you're very, you're very involved in, 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 you know, creating community events. It's yeah. Not, it's not anything that w- would be surprising that you would want to improve your business. No. Whether and I've or been, not you had like a corporate. Uh, I've been trying to do that for years. And yeah. why do people care so much about where, who, or what are the type of people that care so much about money being injected into a business that needs a little capital boost? Well, part of it is flattery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm flattered that some people feel like they were invested in the business, but they aren't. Mm-hmm. They aren't the owners. They don't. They aren't laying in bed with me at 3 a.m. when mm-hmm. I'm crying over I'm not going to make payroll mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, they don't know those struggles that I've had. Those are fucking legit. And those like, aren't things uh, that you keep know, you up at night dramas. Those aren't things that I want to posts on social media mm-hmm. and you know you have this you think you have this transparency just the hot tub pictures like you know drinking I, champagne at one or well, because 2 the opposite reaction that's what that. we post on facebook <laughs> and instagram right the opposite reaction to that shit is oh, what, what a crybaby karen is you know like crying about like you know not, it's like i don't think i've really cried about much what, no that's what i'm saying like if, if 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 you were to be like hey like these are the issues that i have as a business owner like well yeah buckle up you should have known this like i mean yeah if you're posting it on social media but you don't want to read that from anybody I know. Yeah. when you see someone complain about something how many fucking replies do you see where everybody's like, well, just do this. Mm. And it doesn't. <laughs> just, just stop being sad, and idiot. It, it doesn't always apply. <laughs> yeah, it no. doesn't always, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know all the troubles. And um, yeah, I feel like it was treated pretty unfairly. Um, I had to do uh, what I had to do. And um, it's helping me get out of debt. It's helping me yep. build uh, a new business, so to speak. You, you were know? being a responsible business I owner. Do, I do it's wanna... business. And you got... It's totally business. Chat on. Yeah, it's totally business. And, you know, if you want to talk about the staffing stuff... That's what I was, I was going to bring that up. Maybe I should I... get my second beer because I'm on a roll now. Should we take a quick... A quick, quick break. Break. I asked Ivan and he's not... I'll... All right, we're, 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 we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, I, I think we would be... We would be... Can we put like a little interlude song? Sure, I'll put something in there. Fuck yeah, bro. Put a little Limp Biscuit or something. No. no. Needle in the hay. Yeah. yeah. Elliot Smith, please. I think people would be irritated with us if we didn't ask the staffing question. Because I think that was Who a are these huge... people? You know these people. Yeah, yeah, but those people don't listen to us. Beer, they be- will now. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Beer people. White people. Your ratings are going to fucking jump after this show. Dude, our ratings are already through the roof. So, oh, okay. <laughs> we're talk about this, this show was brought to you by Svetka. Yeah, <laughs> Swedish vodka, bitches. This was brought to you by Jameson. Hello. Svetka, fucking seltzers, what? 100 calories in one cocktail can. It's not Brought bad. to you by Svetka. It's not bad. It's not bad. So We enjoyed it. You guys did a thing where... Uh, you were essentially retraining staff and had to let go of a bunch of people, right? Yes. The perception was from the outside was that you brought this partner in and got rid of 
all of your staff. And no, not all of them. That, that's what I, what, what I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to establish is like the the mentality of where so, what 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 people saw. So let me put it. Well, let me just say what it was. So basically, we were doing a facelift on the bar, and uh, the sales numbers for beer were awesome. I obviously know what I'm doing in beer buying. Thank you. Um, one. Oh, what? <laughs> Do they happen to have any three punk over there? Not right now. Yeah, you do. Emo Brown's still, Emo Brown. still on. <laughs> Emo Brown. Oh, oddly enough. I'm just kidding. Emo Brown is gone here. I'm just kidding. Bring it back. It's a great beer. It is. Um, <laughs> what a poser. No, it really, I had nothing to do with it, but okay. It really is a great beer. Um, Tres Animales went really quick. Did it really? Yes. Tres Animales, people like yeah, that. Yeah, really. It was a really good beer. Mexico's eating drunk. Um, and I'll be bringing in the three pink. Oh, you're going to bring it in? Yeah, oh, that cool. was really good. Nice. I three really liked tails. it. Um, beer, Penguin Society. So, you know, our whole vision behind this was to um, bring in new customers because the customers and this, I don't mean this to sound shitty, but the customers that we had, you know, it wasn't paying the bills. Mm. And we were, when we were busy, we were busy and we could only fit so many people in there. But when we're slow, we're fucking dead, dead you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's one thing to drive by and see us crushing it on a Friday night. Of course, a bar is going to be crushing on a Friday night, but it's. You all know, bars Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's yeah. Sunday. It's all those other days that aren't making the minimum that you need to make. Um, so we need a new game plan. And if I was to have sold the business, they would have brought a new game plan regardless. Um, but I want to be a part of it. It's the first bar that I've owned. I love it. Mm. I want to be a part of it. And I think I've changed as a person over the years too. And like I said earlier, you know, trying to raise the bar on the food and um, even on the beer level, you know, just trying to raise it across the board. There's things you need to change. And so if you want an elevated uh, cocktail program or an elevated food program, you need people with the right skills to do that job. And it's not that, you know, the person that was working there before, it's not that they were doing a a poor job, but the skills changed. If I had been a bartender, I would have gotten fired. I'm an awful cocktail bartender. You've come in when I bartended and I'm like, please don't ask for anything that isn't more than three ingredients because I don't know how to fucking make it. So I'm not afraid to say that. I would have Jameson. How, how about I offer you a Michelin? Can I offer you a Michelin? <laughs> how about a gin and tonic? Yeah, cool. Um, so it, it, I gave basically what I was doing was I wanted to give the staff that had been there. Some people had been there nine years, you know, and I wanted to give them the chance to prove that they could do this job or that they were trainable. And um, during this time when they were doing the trainings, my my dad got really, well, he was already sick, but he passed away. And so I was dealing with family stuff. And because we were closed, what an awesome opportunity for me to step away from the business that I'm usually working at 24 yeah. seven for the most part. I mean, even if I was, you know, traveling you're abroad, a bi- or something, you're a business owner, bro. All they do is golf, smoke weed, and travel <laughs> different countries, right? Isn't that what business owners do? Sometimes. Jeez. The ones that make money, I guess. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Right. Well, that's another thing. I'm going to do a little sidebar. So I've gotten a lot of shit for, you know, trips I've taken over the years. People Have you really? But people don't what? know what? that like, hey, guess what? I had an aunt that died and she left me an inheritance. And I fucking took a break yeah. because the business couldn't pay me to do it. Mm-hmm. But thanks, auntie. She could, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I'm going to take it where I can get it. So one of those aunties. She's going to take it <laughs> where she can get it. I, I do sometimes. And she took it. Where did you take it? You took it to overseas probably. Because I know that you travel a lot to like Belgium. Where is it that you I've go? I've been to Belgium to? three times. That's what, yeah. But the last time I went, um, I didn't, the last time I went, that was paid for. Yeah? Yeah, Delirium flew me out there to brew. That was awesome. Drunk elephant. Look at you. That was awesome. Well done. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll take it where I can get it, yeah, like I just sure. said. But, um, 
you know, people don't understand behind the scenes. Mm -mm. And there were things I wanted to change. So staff went through this training. I was very hands off. I spent time with my mom. I have nine siblings. I spent time with my siblings. You know, we don't. There's a list of priorities in our world. We're running a business. Your dad dies once. Business goes on. What am I going to focus on? And, you know, I partnered with these um, guys that run very successful businesses. And are we I, allowed to talk about them? Who are they? I don't know who uh, they are. The Trust Restaurant Group. So uh-huh. it's 100 Proof and it's Trust. And they just opened a business called Fort Oak and Mission Hills. Is it north of the um, 8? I'm not north a part of, of their business group. We're a is it north of 94? Are these places? Like, I don't know who these places yeah. are. God, you're annoying. It's I so, don't know what these places are. You should are. take anything, your wife there. Anything north of 54. Hey, we've gone know. to Small Bar you on Monday for steak so nights. You and your wife are so bougie. You should go. Bougie, bro. You are. We're south of the 54. You are pretty, you are pretty bougie. You're super bougie. Uh, Tell me more. Tell me more. You I need mean, a cape. You're so fucking bougie. You're I don't super even know bougie. what that means. Because <laughs> you're super bougie. Oh, super. Come on. You got, you got an Glass, ascot? You got an ascot underneath that fucking jersey there, buddy? I don't even know what an ascot is. <laughs> is that a dog? <laughs> but he just got a he just got a boner from you just saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it? That sounded like, Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh please. <laughs> no, but really these restaurants are I've never heard no, of them. No, they're great restaurants. Yeah? So I felt like I was in good hands with these people. Um Frankie McGrath, who was the uh GM. The singer over for Sugar Ray. No. no. <laughs> was the um That's his was, younger brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was the GM for um uh, Plate Provisions, he came over and he's our new GM. And so I put a lot of trust into the programs that they were trying to. You put no a lot pun of trust, intended. Lot of trust into Small Bar. I know. <laughs> Your but, face lit up when you heard that. It was like a big ball. I was like, ah, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Gonna hit it. Gonna You're an idiot. It's mine, it's mine. Yeah, I teed it up for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> way to go, slugger. Yeah. So, oh, uh, yeah. So I put a lot of trust in them and I turned it off. You know, mm-hmm. I went and spent time with family, which I haven't been able to do in years. So, um, they put staff through training. Um, it was a very um, okay. Think about it this way: think about going to a divey bar, you call it bar, and mm. then think about going to fancy ass cocktail bars. I they know the their with. shit. You know, mm. there's a whole different way that the process happens. It's right. like going to a restaurant where you know it's a talk, it, not maybe not taco shop, but it's you know it's a mom and pop restaurant or it's like a fancy four or five star dining. You know, so. We're trying to elevate this business. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the difference between people not passing this training is, um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh. oh, is that I could have gone out of business. I could have said, I can't afford this. I can't do this. I'm out. Business is closed. Yeah. We all would have lost our jobs. Yeah. And then I would have been in debt for 10 years for the taxes that I owed that I couldn't catch up on because I wanted their paychecks not to bounce. Right. So my priority was always staff, always if a staff, if someone's paycheck bounced, I did everything I could to pay them as soon as I could. You know, I took and cash loans from people. And I that's got to be so the worst much. feeling in the world as a business owner. Where, you know, payroll. Yeah, it keeps. Payroll it would keep me go. up at night. Yeah, I would I seriously be just staring at the ceiling at night, like, how am I going to do this? Like, checks are going to bounce. How am I going to figure this out? I even moved us to a weekly payroll because I thought, you know, I'll just make sure as soon as the weekend sales come in, staff Boom. gets paid. I'll figure out the other bills, and that's what I did for years. And that's what business owning is. It huh? basically just caught up with me that like. I have to do something, you know, the IRS, I can't push them away anymore. I got to do something. So I made the decision to keep myself in the game. Um, Not lose your business completely as, you know. And I, and I said, let's give my staff a chance to train and continue to work there. And unfortunately the skill set that they needed, um, they could not develop in that one week training. Given the opportunity. There were some people that passed. Mm-hmm. There were some people that either had potential, so they stayed on as cocktail servers or bartender or barbacks with the knowledge that they were going to continue training and move up. And then there were other people that um, 
I, I don't know. I wasn't there. So I can't say that they did a bad so job. So this happened when you were not there. Yeah. yeah. So I can't uh. say they did a bad job. But I think that the consensus was that the training that they needed to do um, was needed to be more thorough than than the business had time for. Right. And that sucks. Sounds that ruthless. sucks. Yeah. But yeah. it's fucking business, man. Well, yeah, I think that's And too- that sounds shitty. But if I, I hate that people don't recognize the facts, how hard I worked to keep them employed all these years, yeah. the benefits I gave them all these years, the employee outings, the Christmas parties, benefits? they came out of my pocket. Keep that shit, keep that shit down. We don't talk about no, benefits here. What's <laughs> really fucked up but about the situation. things that I did, yeah, no, you know, sure. and it's like all that went for nothing. You know, the loans, personal loans I gave to people, catered their weddings, you yeah. know, helped them, gave yeah. them money when their babies were born. Like, all of that went away. And all I the people, think that's you basically had a, a, a perfect storm of shit because you you had a situation where you, you had to go to outside uh outside help yeah yeah your your father unfortunately passed away so you had to take a break from the business and some of your employees couldn't cut it so like the perception is like karen's left she sold the building she's fucking fired her staff it's all fucked up we're you know we've we've or she allowed this to happen she allowed this to happen or fuck these new people for firing all these people after Mm -hmm. all these years and it's like you know we're going in a new direction to save the business they're making an investment in my business to save it yeah and it's just kind of what has to be done, you know? And I still think of those people as good people. But at the same time, my the sales are crazy. Like, yeah. not not crazy, like amazing. But I've, I've been doing the beer program for the last three years. And um, I'm not buying any more beer. In fact, I'm probably buying less beer than I was before. And my sales are higher. Yeah. Because I'm actually, my the bartenders are actually selling beer instead of giving it away. And as shitty as that sounds, that's a real thing. We all know <laughs> yeah, when we go to like, bars and bartenders thing. give you the first one free, yeah. and we, it happens to all of us. Happens to me, and now after this podcast, it will never happen to me again. However, we got you. It's okay, <laughs> but it happens, you know. And I think that people, I I think that people didn't realize how bad it was, you know. And I wish they had because if they had realized how bad it was two years ago when I was in front of them crying and mm-hmm. telling them how bad shit's it was, bad, yeah. Um, I may not have had to make the decision I made. And no one seems to give a shit about that. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. frustrating. But again, it's business. And it's business. I'm going to move on. It comes on. with the good. It comes with the bad. I'm going to move on because this is this is my career and my business. Yeah, and, you have to. you know, I can't just... If I went down in a blaze of glory, I'm left with fucking nothing people to build you, my career people again. People wanted you to be destitute fucking in small bar for the, I don't rest, be for the rest of your life. That's kind of the, it's kind of what mm-hmm. I, what the tone of it was. No. And I've known, I have friends who did that. I have friends who went down with the ship and now they're struggling to keep their career going. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to, I mean, Just, it sounds that, like that, an asshole, but I'm, too, I'm too smart pride. to do that. Mm-hmm. There's too much pride. I'm to not going to do that. Yeah. I refuse. So. Sass? Here I am kicking ass, Sass. and that's work, what I was gonna say. Now today, working what, on two new businesses. What's up with that? What do you got going on with that? Wait, talk about them before we get into this untalkable shit and all this other. What the fuck happened to your elotes? Come on, I used to love the elotes at Small Bar, and now I go there, and it's weird. It's not the same, and I'm sad. Used to put it on a little bed of lettuce with some nice sauces and spices. That was so it didn't roll off the plate. No, I I'll ate work that. on it. I ate that lettuce. I'll work on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you? So basically, when we reopened, um, <laughs> I asked the hard hitting question. <laughs> this is this is where your brain it's is getting really hot hard. in here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like sweating. It's good. Um, good. <laughs> Answer the question, Karen. When we reopened, um, uh, Brad White, Chef Brad Wise had um, 
he did what he had to do uh-huh. to get the kitchen ready and staff trained. So he just kind of ran with what he thought things were supposed to be. There were things not exactly right, and we're slowly working to bring that together. And I'm really happy with how things are going. So I feel like, don't worry, it'll be okay. I've been we'll there. Bring it. We'll bring I it enjoy back. it. Wifey and I need to get out there again. You still do the Monday steak nights, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We need and to we get plan back. to bring all the things cool. back. Spaghetti I mean, night, my fish night, like all those things will come back. I've it been there to most time. of the nights. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy you did. I'm happy you had the foresight to do what you needed to do in order to make this work for you. You have to. You, ha- you have you to. You have to do it. But you a lot of people choose not to. Like they're willfully said, ignorant. They're willfully they're blind. Yeah. You know, like. You did what you had to it do. It was a tough decision, it's, but um, it's not easy running a business. No, it's not. It's not easy running it's a business. Very hard. Yes, it's very. It's not for everybody. Fuck. Well, no. but I love what I you do. You are where you are now. And, and if I didn't, yeah, look, yeah, you're um, hanging out with us. You're fucking pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, three burritos <laughs> and a beer up. in a closet. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> beer in a closet. <sighs> the white perspective. I think I played that in high school. The white perspective. I think I'm gonna keep bringing you back, like maybe like once every other month or once a month to do a white perspective with Karen. What's my white perspective? Here I it is. Said okay, anything. Your, your view from the industry. Um, I have my perspective in the industry, like the beer industry. I don't like to talk about the beer industry. I think it's like ugh, lame and just whatever. Like it's a business. I run it as such. I don't like to get involved too much with like going to all the events and doing all this. I have partners that do that. It's and overkill enjoy. now. It used to. So the beer industry, like now, as eight, opposed ten yeah. years ago, was so much. I mean, there's still camaraderie, but. It was so much building each other up and mm-hmm. promoting this. And we promoted it. Like San Diego is a beer city now. And um, it's a slow uh, convert of, you know, local people. But we don't need a fucking festival every week. Mm. And we don't need. I wish people would actually look at the for-profit festivals and the charitable ones. Like, where's the money going when you buy a ticket to a festival? Because there's always, so many fucking festivals. That's always a Taco hot festival, item. Yeah. Oyster festival. Which, by the yeah. way, I don't want to eat oysters in the sun. Yeah. I think that's like one of the dumbest. I don't want to eat oysters I all. love oysters. But do I want to be at outdoors with a bunch of people with oysters on ice and hoping everything's temping right? I don't want to. That one sounds gross to me. No offense, people that run that. But <laughs> this I, is not brought to you by the people just, who run that. <laughs> I just wish the average consumer would look at where their money is going when they buy a ticket to some festival. So the industry is not as fun as it once was for you before. No, it's still fun, but yeah. I just choose to not participate as many things because there's things every fucking week. And I'm glad I don't own a brewery anymore because how many requests for free beer do you get? Uh, a day? Yeah. At least one. A I, week? It's ridiculous. A shit ton. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I just pick and choose because, I mean, we're from Chula Vista. We're from the South Bay, so I make sure, first and foremost, we take care of the people down here. Of course. Because those are the people that actually take care of us when they of come into the brewery. Uh, as you should. So I say, okay, cool. You got home field advantage. What do you need? As you should. Uh, Bonita High School, Mater D High. We'll donate whatever you guys need. You totally. Know? But yeah, you should. It's just. Did you say Mater D? Ma- did, how do I say it? <laughs> Matter Day? It's Modern Day. Matter Day? Sass. <laughs> bro. ESL, bro. ESL. It's not a- it's not a school. E-S-L. for... It's not a school it's for a, snooty French people. For, for, <laughs> Matt ho- for restaurant hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what a hater! See, that's how bougie he is. He just thought it was Mater Day. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I cause it like Everybody I sees it. Karen, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to bring you back. There's a lot of things to Are talk about. Are we already about. done? I mean, you guys can keep going. I have to go. Oh, is this your lunch break? Uh, yeah, basically. Do you have teeth to clean? What do you do? I don't teeth clean. No, I make. Uh, I'm a CAD CAM lab tech. What does that mean? <laughs> boring. Yeah, it's boring <laughs> as fuck. Uh, I I uh, use computers to make teeth and surgical guides. And Whoa. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's boring. 
That is interesting. He snoozes when I fucking talk about my. No, I don't. Work. I pay full or attention. Is, or I is that Chris? Engaged. That's Chris. Chris, don't confuse. Had like construction. Yeah, same same idea. Software. Yeah. To like construct teeth to fit in people's mouths. Same idea, yeah. but much smaller. Like so. bridges well, obviously. and. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're like constructing a giant yeah. tooth. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. It's pretty fun. Yeah. See, people need to know what you do. Just because glasses shit on it. <laughs> One time. Jesus. I got Christ. all sad. You did get sad. <laughs> you should see the fence he built for me. Glasses? It doesn't meet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me glasses failed at something he prides himself on. Well, yeah. nicely was, done. It was cute. Karen, you're, it was cute. His well, fence. It was a cute little fence. He likes to, he wants to build a wall. That I mother, know. That motherfucker is hardcore about it. I give him shit all the time. Damn. Are you more Mexican than him, it turns out? I probably had more in me than he has. Uh, oh. oh, damn. That pinky didn't go down when she drank that. No, pinky stayed Georgie, up. we'll wrap it up because we want to bring her back. Thanks for having me back, you guys. Absolutely. Back. Or back or here. I don't know. Look at We will have what am back. I, beer too, and I'm already. Nice. Karen Barnett, our new Thanks, you guys. white person correspondent <laughs> so Karen on Barnett. the field. <laughs> so Karen. <laughs> I can be that person for you. Bring, what do we got going on, Georgie? Uh, nothing. Uh, podcast.com for me. How do you? Karen, anything you'd like to plug? I'm starting a podcast. Go ahead. Tell us. It's called Which Hand is Left? Uh-huh. Uh, and it's my friend Abby and I. And it's similar to your format, but... It's about know. Mexicans doing dumb shit? Yeah. Mm. Is it about white business owners <laughs> taking pan dulce, putting meats and cheeses no, in do there? Do you want to talk about and, that? And calling it like a sandwich? We can talk about that one next time. When like you're... To be continued. Totally yeah, yes. fucking... Why don't I bring culturally? you one? Can I, call you, can I call you Gwen Stefani? Will you? No. Okay. Why would you do that? Jesus. Because doesn't she always get accused of like cultural appropriation? I do? Gwen Stefani. Oh. <laughs> I meant me. But why would you... <laughs> I'm the next Evo Brown. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Idiots. Thanks, I'm guys. I'm gonna eat this thing. I'm gonna eat the fuck out of this thing. How is-